and welcome to the movie podcast at TIFF. My name is Shabazz and joining me to review dumb money are some dumb dumbs, Daniel and Anthony. Anthony wanted me to introduce you guys as Wall Street bros, but man, you guys are some dumb monies that I've ever seen. Some real <laughs> dumb ones, you know? <laughs> Dang. Okay, man. Okay. Was that too much? All right. That's that enough. I, wish, that's I, would, a- I don't mind the dumb money part because at the end we had the money. If right. I'm dumb, but I have money, yeah. I'm happy. Right, it's true. That's, that's, that's life. Look at it. That's, that's life, life, man. You're dumb, but you got money. We're fine. Literally, we're, we're surviving. All full. You know, I love that. I love that. Hundred percent. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for changing it around. We're at TIFF. We're celebrating TIFF. We're watching a lot of movies. We already have some reviews popping out. Some reviews popping in. Who knows? There's just a, a, there's a lot of stuff happening here. We're we're in, in the festival of our hometown. We love TIFF. We love coming here to celebrate this year. Obviously, looking a little different with all those different strikes happening. But of course, we want to make sure we get these reviews out and talk about these amazing, amazing films that are coming out, especially in our hometown. And today, we are talking about Dumb Money, directed by Craig Gillespie. And this movie is about the GameStop Wall Street scandal that was occurring just literally a few years ago in the pandemic. Not even that. It feels far like away. it just happened. Like it feels like it was just like a couple I, of weeks I ago. I remember yes. we're going through this. I remember when they sold the rights to this story, and it was within literally the same year it happened. So like quick. by the end so of quick. of twenty twenty one or twenty twenty, it was like this is going to be a movie. And we, and we yeah. even spoke yeah. about it. I think we, in one of our episodes, we spoke about how fast Hollywood was moving on this. And here it is gone, gone are rem- the days of where, you know, yeah. a, a situation would occur and then it'd be years after you'd get like a, a bio yeah. or whatever. And, and I remember we were talking about like dope sick and we were talking about, uh, what's the other one with Amanda Seyfried, um, uh, with the dropout where it's like, these are things that happened in like the mid 2010s. And we're like, Oh wow. It's already, you know, it's already a mini series. <laughs> it's already a movie. And like, here we are with something that literally is still happening. Like it's still, just, it's still hot. Yeah. It's still hot. It's not like the, it's, it's still happening. It's yeah. like still going on right now. So it's just crazy that we're here. Curious for you to, did you invest at all in GameStop when all this was kind of going down? You know, well, I you want some tips. Shabazz? <laughs> I, I do. Do you have any? <laughs> no none you know, none i remember looking into it and i'm 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 always worried about putting my money into like the stock market because it is like some it's, it's a casino essentially it's a gamble. you either win or you lose and you know i didn't i kept thinking about gamestop gamestop and i didn't put money in i know people who had put money in uh oh yeah and it was just this crazy revolutionary event that was just trans that was happening in front of us and like you just couldn't keep your eyes off it and and wonder where how does this end where does it go and we're gonna we're gonna talk about it in a couple of minutes but man what a crazy time to be an investor or to even just maybe start investing money absolutely yeah yeah dan what about yourself i did not invest no but it was something that we were all following because again it was 2021 what else was there to do other than follow the madness of you know just another thing happening in the world but uh yeah absolutely crazy to think that like of all companies i know amc was another big one that people were just pumping money into these corporations that traditionally always had or as of late had like really poor performing stocks and to see them go crazy and do their thing it felt like a meme right like that was a big thing it's like oh the stock is a meme now and the fact that you know these this reddit community this community of people 
investing you know hundreds of thousands of dollars into game uh stop um i always want to call it eb games because that's what we grew up with here in canada um but to invest it into that company i'm like that company that wants to give me like five dollars for like my gold n64 ocarina of time cartridge like i don't think so like i don't think so no it's just it's just uh it's wild to think that this it's it's one of those stories again as it was happening we were saying this is going to be a movie one day because it's so crazy it has to be true and of course who better to bring a story like that to life than craig gillespie yes craig gillespie who you will know from directing such films as cruella i Tanya, and of course this the series pam and tommy uh and mike mike was another big one from him too Mike yeah. was another big one from him this is this is also such an interesting cast because it's literally all big hitters it really yeah. reminds you of when the big short was coming out a movie that i personally was not too fond of but this movie I, i'm excited to talk about it but in this movie you've got paul dano pete davidson vincent d'onofrio america Ferrera, nick offerman anthony ramos sebastian stan shailene woodley seth rogan and dane dehan like there's i feel like i'm probably missing a few more people but man this movie is stacked and there's a lot to definitely discuss into this film so before i get to that i want to just say Thank you for following us. Of course, we are available on all social media platforms out there as well. You can join our Discord. We will be opening up a TIFF chat. So if you happen to be coming to Toronto and you're from not Toronto and you want to talk to us or see us, hey, message in that chat. Uh, and if we're downtown and we, we meet up, uh, yeah, we'll have a, well, Anthony will personally give you a hug. I think that was Anthony's uh promise of 2023 was to give as many people a hug as he possibly could hug everybody right now like, nobody still zero so still, <laughs> still zero. Not, not even not even us we haven't even gotten a hug no, no. maybe for my all. birthday who knows uh, no. but daniel please give us your first reaction for dumb money man what a again this what a wild concept of a movie uh you know you're kind of just thrown into it right away and i and i i it's hard not to compare paul dano's character in this movie to him as the riddler in the batman because he's like this you know guy going and doing like these weird streams about you know stocks and all of that but it really gives you what i love most about dumb money is that it paints the most vivid picture of what december uh 2020 to like january 2021 looked like where you'd have people with masks on maybe half masks you know we they're like little sayings like oh can we you know we're doing masks we're not doing masks like it's just like it's it's such a vivid moment of time that it almost makes me you know makes it hard to go back to that sometimes you're like oh man like that's how we used to live every single day and i know it's a weird it's not a criticism of the movie at all this is something that i've spoken about with the morning show which is the apple tv plus show where it's like man like we're hitting on these themes so soon after they just happened that you're getting into it like man like weird deja vu where it feels like so close to what just happened uh but i had such a great time with that money i think there's such great performances in this movie i think craig gillespie did a great job directing it it's not as i'd say electric for me as his other films where where you look at i Tanya, uh or even cruella that feels like those movies were like a shot of adrenaline especially pam and tommy and moments of mike where you have people you know talking right to the camera and like doing the most outlandish things and um presenting it in a bit more of a comedic way and it's funny shay you mentioned the big short and this is one that we were talking about after we watched it where this feels like craig gillespie going a little bit more uh adam mckay than you know the more traditional kind of outlandish stuff that we've seen you know 
Craig do before. Um, and that's not bad. It just this feels a little bit more safer of a movie for him. And I think because it is so recent and because it deals with so much stocks and these terms and all this stuff, there's a lot of moments where it did feel like uh, the big short for me where you're having celebrities explaining, well, what does this mean? What does this mean? What does this mean? Um, and I always go back to that scene in the Wolf of Wall Street where Leo starts to explain like, yeah, this it doesn't matter. The point is we were getting rich. And I kind of missed a little bit of that energy from Dumb Money because I never felt that it had it was a super energetic film. It was a little bit more somber because it spent a lot of time introducing the lives of all of these people who really need the money and are being held down by either the work that they're in or their bosses or the companies that they work for or these asshole hedge fund people who you know have the cards stacked in their favor who will always get a bailout who will always you know no matter how much money they're losing there'll always be a parachute for them at the end of the day and as an audience member you know you hate them you you hate because they're the villains and there's a point where pete davidson calls them like you know these guys are really like disney villains and it's true they are um, and this is something that's, you know, probably worse in the real world, right? Like, again, we're just seeing the the, the film version of it. Um, Seth Rogen, Nick Offerman um, are like the big kind of players here and Vincent D'Onofrio. Uh, I wish we got a little bit more of them to really feel their presence because anytime we kind of cut back to their story or we'd be gone away from them for a little while, I felt like we were missing the presence of what the other side was fighting against they kind of just said like oh we're going to have a meeting and we kind of left them and then you would go back to the heart of the story which is paul dano shaneline woodley um as was it roaring kitty this is uh was his screen name roaring kitty roaring kitty which was just fascinating right like just one person who was literally showing their their stock sheets to the world of like this is what i'm buying this is what i'm investigating you know i like the stock um and people kind of going along with this journey and like i don't think i've ever seen something like this happen in the real world again if there's a, an example you guys could give me or those watching or listening uh, where people would just follow blindly to this person and hold and put their money in there and not sell like it's it's absolutely amazing the it bible. really is oh sorry too soon. <laughs> the bible <laughs> too soon well a couple thousand years but uh it's it's wild to see that like this is a thing that happened that just happened you could w go to the wikipedia article about it or turn on the news probably and still hear remnants of this happening it's a story that's so crazy that it has to be true and i had such a great time watching it and i think it is the performances of everyone involved it really is an ensemble um an ensemble cast yes not everyone gets their moment to shine but i think paul dano uh, pete davidson shane lee willie like that kind of trio of that story really what is what sold the movie for me um and it's a great time i, I really had a great time with it at the festival yeah i i think you know to touch on some of the points that you brought up to daniel about this film being very uh adam mckay this really is just craig i think trying to be a bit more mature uh, i think mm -hmm. he's kind of like settled back in his in his seat a bit and been like okay i can do what you've seen before no talking penises this time no talking you know? penises i can i can oh. have someone stare at the camera and i'm kind of glad in a way he he didn't do that not not because of any other reason like i don't like that anymore but i kind of wanted this story to be a little bit more just straightforward. And for me, I think that really worked. Um, I understand also what you mean by not seeing Seth Rogen and, and Nick Offerman so much. And I felt that was so intentional to the fact that, yeah, these, these 
assholes like it didn't matter like they didn't care right whenever you'd cut back to them they were just kind of like oh, it's whatever it's not a big deal we're, we're betting against uh wall street good luck with that and i found all that stuff so interesting and for me in this movie the the most amazing performance the best character i think really is pete davidson man he is so good in this movie he's so funny he's such a lovable asshole in this movie and pete davidson gets a lot of shit for a lot of different reasons but man it works for this movie. He's really great. Never for his acting, I hope. Never because for his he's acting, actually, I hope. He's actually great in everything he that he's is. in. He is. He's and yeah. I, I like Pete Davidson. I have no issues mm-hmm. with him at all. He's so good in this movie. His his balance with Paul Dano, I think, is great. I wish we got more Vincent D'Onofrio because I think whenever he's on screen, yeah, of he's course. such a brilliant guy to have on there. Uh, but it's interesting that you're kind of getting... It almost feels like this would have probably been a lot better as like a miniseries, a couple of different episodes that Craig is you know so good at because you have... Yeah all these different stories all these different characters and they're kind of intersecting at a certain point in this film that's what what worked really well in it it was fun it was light it, it kept it breezy and i think you know maybe there might not been that much stuff happening so maybe you didn't have that much of a story to tell but i do think though this would have worked really well as like a six episode maybe even less miniseries that would have premiered on like hulu or something because yeah craig is great for that uh but and yeah. it would have like each each episode would have i think like focused on a different person affected by obviously this and hey, at the end of the day shay like there most likely is going to be a series about I think this is, because there, i think there is there, there i think yeah because i think there was the rights to the movies that were sold and i think there was a show that was being yeah. developed um and obviously at the end of the day i think if anyone in this film was going to talk to their penis it would have been pete davidson so <laughs> maybe they'll save that for the series maybe they'll save that for the series i hope but i mean there, there is i guess there is like a sequence of being naked so that, that is there that is that's, a naked that's, that's true in yeah. the, it in does the film. it's true um, but yeah, you know, to I'm gonna kick it over to Anthony here in a second. But yeah, I really had a good time with that. I really was engaged, and I was afraid a little bit. I know Daniel, you you brought it up too, where you have these movies that are so recent, and we're trying to I don't want to say forget about the pandemic that we were just in or are in, however you want to look at it. Uh, but when you look at a movie like this, it it was kind of scary kind of looking back at it because I've been avoiding movies that have been taking place in the pandemic because I don't want to relive it right now. But when I was watching <laughs> this, it was that it was that weird kind of like, oh my God, we just went through this. But I didn't feel yeah. annoyed by it. I think they, they handled it in a way where it felt like, okay, we know you guys have seen this. We know you guys have been through this. And it poked fun at some of the moments that I think from the pandemic that we really were like, yeah, that was a big deal. That was a big deal. But yeah, great performances all around. Anthony, please let us know your first reactions for Dumb Money. Yeah, the the pandemic portion of this movie was never it never felt like it was in your face. It was just this is what's happening. We have to have some sort of because it's a historical accuracy type of thing, right? And it also it says a lot about where our mindset was during that time period because we had nothing to do and then when you, <laughs> you know, you go on Reddit and you see People talking about, oh, I just invested in this and you got to hold and the diamond thing and you just keep holding, keep holding. And it became like this revolution, revolutionary thing that happened with with a bunch of people. And it was uh, more of a fuck you than actually making money. And yeah, like it, it was it's so funny that the idea of the stock market and they say this in the in the movie it is designed to, you know, get your treasure of sorts like you put money into it and if you have the luck you might you might get something out of it and here these people are they're investing their money legally they're doing everything possibly like legal there's nothing happening other than 
hey, I think we should all invest into this one stock. And here's these, these um, hedge fund managers who, this is their board game and you're, yeah. you're trespassing on their board game and they're like, no, no, this is our game. You cannot tell us how we can do things in our game. And the rules that they, they start to manipulate them and it's so bullshit. It's like, well, that's not fair because all the shit that you guys do behind the scenes that the, for, forever, for the billions and trillions of dollars that go into the stock market, we don't know and we don't see. We only know of like the insider trader trading or the, the Ponzi schemes. But for these guys, these, all these little people investing this money to maybe make some money to get like shitted on, it's just, it just says a lot about corporate America. It says a lot about where our world is and how the rich will always be rich and the poor will always be poor. But and that's that's the thing I, I loved about this film. It's just I was so angry at these people. I'm like, oh, I want to like set a stock market on fire. You know, like, I want to go to the yeah. Dow and burn it down. Like it just it was <laughs> like it anarchy, right? You, like, you want to break the bell. You want to crack the, you know, the like, stock bell that they're in no the dark way. Night rises. Because you see yeah. the 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 heartache that these people are going through, and they they take the risk that you know. A lot of people will say, well, that's their, that's their choice. And of course it is, but it's also, there are rules and there are things that we, we, we follow. But when, when someone who's higher up than you can change those rules at any time, like a, like a magician, like I can flip, a, you know, flip my, my, I can snap my fingers and you can't buy that stock anymore. That's not fair. See, yeah. That's, that's, that's not cool. Um, it's not a fair game right it's, it's broken and i think that's what dumb money does so well it yeah. just shows how s systemically like this is a broken system this money doesn't exist like yeah. you have like how does somebody lose a billion dollars a day yeah. you know they lose a billion dollars a day and it's like oh i guess i gotta get bought by somebody else now it's like this it's like monopoly money it doesn't it's yeah, not and real to be, not and real. the idea of the bailout and how the other like the friends of these these hedge fund uh people would bail out the other hedge fund uh, uh investors and i even feel for the hedge fund because hedge fund investors are not just people who have invested billions into this hedge fund but it's also mom and pops and people who have saved their money to invest in further yeah. and that's what a hedge fund uh i guess leader whatever they're called manages that but it's just the way they treat money and how like just disposable it is is disgusting and i think that's where craig really you know i i love the performances i think the performances are really really good but i think it's a story that just draws you in because there's a story of struggle there's a story of like entitlement there's a story of rich versus the poor is a story of so many things that are happening and here's this guy um keith gill who's just like loves cats he's an analyst like he has like an analyst background and he's like telling people well maybe you should invest your money into this and let's drive this up because this will lead to this because this is really what these hedge fund managers do they actually take that stock and they 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 uh they drop it so their their funds can go up and whatever yeah and fucking like how are you betting against that, like i don't that's see, so stupid just, that you could like do that. Yeah, it's crazy. But I I enjoyed the the story. I enjoyed the the movie. I enjoyed the performances. I thought it didn't feel like a, a Craig film. It felt very different. Um, but I think he maybe wanted to take more of a serious approach because there you know the awards seasons coming down and maybe he wants this to be more of an award type of film to be recognized. Because I can imagine like I was just thinking of maybe if this was like 
the peak Craig Gillespie uh, film, it would be like cats everywhere and it would be like very like, colorful smash in your face. Uh, I would say Pete Davidson would be more predominantly used in this type of environment. But no, this mm-hmm. was a, it did feel like a, a, a McKay film where he's more of teaching you, teaching us a lesson and teaching us history than throwing it in your face of something that happened in history. But uh, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, no, I had I had a great time with this movie, and I'm really excited for when people when it comes out, people to go watch it because if you've been a fan of this story, and I feel like everybody knows something about this story, it feels like just that that time period's like broken telephone of everyone was like, hey, did you hear about this? Did you go on Wall Street Bets? Did you do that? Everyone was talking about it in some way because it really felt like the most Robin Hood, you know, no pun intended for the film, scenario of a movie. And I'm so glad it's finally out there. What about for you guys? Like, I mean, how are you guys feeling about it? What are are some thoughts on the film? Not so much as recommendations, but just thoughts on the film. Final thoughts, I guess. Like there, also, there's also some great needle drops in this movie. Great. <laughs> um, again, like hearing like Craig's WAP and like, that, yeah, Craig's always great of using music of the time, and it's like, oh, I still listen to all this music because it's, it's recent music. <laughs> I still have. Uh, so it's just, you know, I still listen to all of this WAP, especially most played song. Absolutely. Um, but it's just uh it's it's just a great time. It's a great movie. I think it's so important, especially when you look at stories that are that are important today. And will be important as the future goes on. Um, yes, it's a recent story. Yes, you may know about it, but there's so much more that you're going to get from dumb money that I don't think you would have gone by just you know playing that game of broken telephone or even just you know following some of the news. This really encompasses everything that was going on. Um, and I really hope that we either get like a docu series one day or a series that explores all of these stories and more because there were so many other stocks being manipulated. There's so much more there. And even though this didn't have that traditional, you know, Craig Gillespie energy that we're used to with maybe some of his other films, it's such a well-made film. There's so much to love in it. And the performances especially will, uh, will keep you going throughout. Absolutely. Anthony, what about yourself? You know, when it came back to, when I came back to remembering about the rights being sold, I think I, I, I said like, why do we need to know this is happening right now? right now it's in our face like we know we see it we live it so having this story and actually understanding the people who affected the characters and actually giving a face to just oh let's just put money into the stock it really set the tone of what happened and why this was so important to the world and to like investing money and and the stock market and what really actually happens in these these big uh, hedge fund firms so it's it's one of those stories that i want to see more i probably would love to see a docuseries or a tv series just to dive more into into what transpired those months that year and how it got there and you know who knows where where it goes from from there because uh, one thing that we do know is that no one no charges were laid nothing happened which yeah. is what laws changed right like you exactly. wonder like so, what's what's the outcome of all of this arbitrary you, laws Exactly. And we, we should, you know, we should use this as like some sort of stepping stone to getting better and becoming you know, better investors and utilizing our money and not <laughs> being greedy like the 
a lot of the world is in capitalism. Absolutely. I'm not saying we should let's join. Go visit a ga- let's go visit a GameStop, guys. Yeah, let's let's go. You know? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, let's go get ripped off at a GameStop. Let's do that. No! <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, what, I, what I love about this film also is that it has so many, like, social network, the social network, you know, by David Fincher vibes to it. And I love that the book that this movie's based off of is called The Anti-Social Network. It's such a, it's so smart. It's so clever. I love that. You notice something at the end of this movie that I don't think a lot of people know about. Oh, yes. Yes. The producers of this film. Isn't that insane? The, the yeah. Winklevoss twins are produced. I, I remember that they were producers. Sorry, it's the Winklevi? The Winklevi. Winklevi. That's right. Sorry. Yeah. The Winklevoss twins. Like, it's crazy because I remember hearing that they, they, after whatever happened, you know, watch Social Network to find out more. Uh, they kind of... <laughs> pivoted into Hollywood and to producing and then seeing their names kind of pop up at the end there I was like oh my god that is so weird it's such a like it's so interesting it's like there's an irony there I don't know it's just interesting it felt it felt like almost like a joke it did like and again it's nothing against them at all because again we've only seen them how they were portrayed in the social network but to have as we know them in the social network and be these characters who are like wait but aren't you guys on the side of the hedge fund people like don't you Hold come from that world it's like it's just it's just a funny juxtaposition to what this movie is actually about absolutely absolutely i couldn't agree more of course dumb money will be released by elevation pictures in canada on september 22nd so if you do go check it out again join our discord uh when you, if you check it out at tiff if you check it out when it comes out in theaters let us know because we would love to hear from you what you thought about it and also if you invested in the GameStop. GameStop stock. Let us know. Are you still holding? Are you? Did you Stunks. invest? And also, if you're super rich, give us some of that money. Maybe I don't know. I mean, yeah. if you want to get some good <laughs> invest episodes, in the movie podcast. That's all I yeah. can say. Invest in the movie podcast. Movie podcast. Exactly. I don't know. My yeah. dog. My dog was right here behind me, and I was like, "Give some to my dog," but I don't know where he is now. So, hey, dude, I see. What? I saw him disappear. It was like Star he Trek. Literally he literally disappeared. Just it was. Yeah, exactly like that. I, th- I think he heard us talking about uh, he's, he the dog in our other review. Oh, yes. And uh, he's like, oh, you guys were talking about Messi. I'm going to go. Uh, oh, I'm gonna go. Uh, you don't need me here, clearly. I'm going to practice my lines. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm on strike, so I can't. <laughs> but I'm on no, Dogtra. Dog, dog Dogtra. Uh, of course, this was the movie podcast. Make sure to follow us on all social media platforms that are out there in the world. You can check out our show notes for everything down below. That was this time with the movie podcast. And we'll see you next.